What if you promoted yourself out there as a coach, put out a great offer, and after the deadline, you got zero signups? I get this question all the time. And last week, this is exactly what happened to me with a really big, really visible offer. And trust me, I was feeling all the feelings, but I am also not lying to you when I tell you that the day that I decided to pull the plug on this very visible, very big offer, I was genuinely happy. But how is that possible? And how are you supposed to deal with public failure? Do you need to be superhuman to just get back up and keep going like everybody says? What's happening internally? And how are you supposed to even offer anything ever again when everybody has seen you fall flat on your face. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, my name is Ina. I'm a business coach and I specialize in monetizing tiny audiences. I'm also the host of the Global Phenomenon podcast where I interview the top coaches in the world about their true startup story. And I also come here and do these solo episodes where I teach you about the ins and outs of having a coaching business. And I do this in the most real true way that I can so that you are not missing anything. You're not skipping a beat and really seeing everything that is happening inside my business. And today we're going to talk about the biggest public failure that I think I've ever had. And I think maybe I'm saying that because it just happened so recently, but I want to let you in. I want you to see what was happening. So here's the deal. Over the past few months, I've been promoting a really big offer. This was an in-person retreat where we would mastermind together. We would become biz besties. And I'm serious about that. I have been to two retreats this year alone, and we walk out like friends, like people who are helping each other out. And that's what I really wanted to create here. I wanted to set you off on a path of great visibility for next year. This was going to be the incubator of all incubators. And to give you a little bit of perspective on like what was going on here and what was really at stake. I invited four of my best besties to join me in Florida to be our mentors. I asked my little sister who lives in Chile to join me and be my number two support person because I figured that I couldn't be ordering lunches while at the same time that I was trying to lead a retreat, right? So she was going to come be my my right-hand person. I booked my flights. I booked my sister's flights. I reserved a beautiful, luxurious Airbnb. And that was like a $2,000 deposit. That's not even the whole cost. It was just the deposit. And I set out on a six-month long campaign to promote the experience on social media, on my email, even on other people's podcasts. So that's what is at stake here. You know where I'm standing now, right? So this thing was a go. I even had uh, one of my family members ask me, hey, can you move your retreat? I'm like, no, I can't because this is a go. Are you kidding me? I was very, very offended that they would even ask me to do that. But anyway, that was happening and... I was very adamant that this was a thing and we were going to make it work. I had all my chips in this. I had all my enthusiasm, all my energy on this. This was a go. Not to mention that we also got our very first purchase from a very excited client within the first two weeks of promotion. So you know what? This was on. So 
This past Saturday, today is Tuesday. This past Saturday, when I woke up and I decided to pull the plug on the retreat and to cancel future promotion, to close out applications, and to let go of everybody who was involved, how do I explain to you that I was not upset, I was not downtrodden, I was not disappointed, I was happy. But it didn't happen overnight. I didn't decide on Friday to cancel and then Saturday I was happy. This was actually a process and I wanted to kind of walk you through five points that really helped me not just handle and manage this public failure, but get me to a place where I knew this was the right choice, even though I had all those things at stake. So I know some of you are feeling this way right now. Like you have put yourself out there. You're not getting any signups. You're not getting any bites. How are you supposed to handle this so publicly? How do you handle the humiliation, right? I'm going to tell you, first things first. When I wasn't getting signups, any more signups after that one, I was embarrassed. I will tell you right now, I was embarrassed, but I was not ashamed because there was absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. I had created an amazing retreat experience and I was very, very proud of it. There was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with how I was promoting it and the, the excitement that I had behind it and everything I had done to make it the best experience ever. There was nothing wrong with it. So it's okay to feel a little bit embarrassed. It's, this is public, you know, it's okay. But it is zero okay to feel ashamed about putting yourself out there in the best way possible. I'm going to tell you that right now. So I want to jump into these five points because I really think they might help you deal with this type of thing when it happens. Okay, and I'm going to start with the most important one. Point number one, you need to realize that in a few weeks, nobody's going to be thinking of you. And weeks, I'm being extremely generous here. In a few days, in 24 hours, in a few hours, people are not going to remember that this happened. It's true. People are way too self-involved in their own lives to be worried about your offer that you stopped promoting last week. Nobody is thinking about it. So you got to remember that, that as embarrassed as I felt, I needed to realize that these feelings were only going to be affecting, hurting, and impacting me. This had nothing to do with anybody else. People were going to move on. People were going to be dealing with their own lives. They did not care whether I was going through a failure or not. Nobody cares. So I'm going to tell you that right now. If you've ever seen the show Shit's Creek and you've seen Alexis tell David this before he gets on his driving test, she says, people don't care. They don't care. Nobody's thinking about you the way that you think about you. Okay, so that's number one. You just got to realize that as, as deep as the hurt feels right now, nobody else outside of you will think about this beyond tomorrow. Remember that. L treat that like an axiom of the world, of the universe. It's just a fact. All right. Number two, you really need to start focusing on what is next based on the lessons that you learn and realize why this is really a blessing in disguise. So 
For me, I really wish I could have done the retreat. I'm telling you, I had so many things planned. I even created brand new, like workshoppy type of activities that we could do to get you to stop feeling salesy. Oh my goodness, this was amazing. I already had this whole thing prepared, right? So if I was going to cancel this, I couldn't dwell on what was not to be. I couldn't dwell on the fact that this was never going to see the light of day. I had to ask myself, why is this a blessing in disguise? And I'm going to tell you why, because this right here contributed 100% to why I was happy the day that I decided to finally cancel. Because I was, I'm going to tell you, I was, it took me several days to warm up to the idea of canceling. It took me several weeks to even think that this could be a possibility. So it was definitely a gradual process. I was all in on this and to satisfy the craving that that client that signed up, everything that she wanted, and I wanted more people like her to join. I was all in. And then as things progressed, it took me a few days to go from maybe I should cancel, to the next day, I was like 50% chance we might be canceling. To the next day, I was like, I think 80% I might be canceling. To the final day when I woke up and I was like, I am doing it. And I'm not doing it out of shame and I'm not doing it out of disappointment. I'm doing it because I'm excited about what I could do with that deposit that I would get back from my Airbnb, what I would do with my sister visiting without having to go to the retreat, with what I would do with my time in October. I was planning on spending all October just planning the retreat and focusing on buying things for the retreat and all of that. I got that time back to focus on projects that I was really excited about, really looking forward to, and I could start them right away. I didn't have to wait until after the retreat to start a new stage. So that's when I felt ready to finally pull the cord. I did not pull the cord while I was still disappointed, while I was still wondering whether this was the right choice. I only pulled the cord once I knew this was the right choice and I couldn't wait to pull the cord so that I could focus on other things that I had on my plate. I just gave you the key to feeling happy with this failure is this point number two. Focusing on what is next based on the lessons that you learned and realize why it's a blessing in disguise. Let's go to number three. I am currently reading a book called People Over Profit by Dale Partridge, and I'm going to put the affiliate link in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support if you use that link to go and check out that book. But they make it a point in this book to explain that an honest and authentic company attracts customers like crazy. Because guess what? I I don't need to gaslight you. You have been hearing me talk about this retreat for the past six months. What am I going to do? Just like ghost you? Just say, I'm just never, I'm going to pretend that never happened. No, you are a smart person. That's something that this book really stresses. Guess what? We as customers, we as consumers of media, we as clients, we are pretty smart. And we know what we're looking at. So you knew that my retreat just closed applications. And you're probably looking for my next podcast episode where I explain what happened with the retreat. And here it is. So in that book, they tell you people are looking to you to be honest and authentic. So share vulnerably what happened with that offer. 
teach them what would happen if that happened to them. You see what I'm doing here? That's what this is. So use your quote-unquote failure, the thing that you just went through, to teach your own audience about what to do and what not to do. That's why they're watching you, because you're authentic, because you're real, because you're honest, and you're going to give it to them exactly how it is. And that's why they keep coming back to you. That's why they keep checking out your podcast. That's why they keep checking out your Instagram, because you're always going to be real with them. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't take a little bit of time to let things simmer, right? Amy Porterfield is very famous for saying, you know, I will show you my scars, but I won't show you the open, ugly, oozing wound, right? You need to wait for it to heal, for it, for you to have something to say that is not going to be said with all of your raw emotions out because you haven't processed them yet. There's nothing to be learned from you processing the emotions. There's something to be learned after you've gone through it. And at this point, I actually got to this point where I'm able to talk about this openly a lot faster than I thought I would. I really thought I was going to wait a little while to tell you about this, to teach you about this, but I woke up Saturday feeling so ecstatic about my next steps and so feeling so good about my next steps and about canceling this amazing experience I had created that I wanted to come here and share with you what happened. So that's point number three. Be honest, be real, be authentic. Don't gaslight your audience. Next, let's go to point number four, which gets more into that whole high stakes situation. We had already bought plane tickets. Uh, my speakers, my mentors, my BFFs that I invited had already bought plane tickets. So here's what I did. I did not hide anything from everybody who was intimately involved. I didn't just sweep everything under the rug, cross my fingers, really hope that everything worked out until the very last minute and then blindsided them with a cancellation. Instead, I brought them into the process. I let them know, hey, listen, I'm going to be doing a pre-sale from this date until this date. After that date, I am going to decide what we're going to do next. I still have a couple tricks of my sleeve, and I just appreciate you so much. I appreciate your patience. This is what's happening right now. They got that notification two weeks before my card even closed. Once the card closed and it was clear that I wasn't getting the signups that I wanted, I still was not ready to give up on the retreat. But I did not sweep anything under the rug and I did not I did not gaslight them about it. I let them know, hey guys, we just did an entire promotion. We did not get any signups. I want you to know that I am going to be making a final go, no go decision in two weeks. And by then we will know if this is happening. If you have already purchased your plane tickets, as I know some of you have, I want you to know if we decide to cancel, I will refund you any uh, change fees, any cancellation fees that the airline may be giving you, I will refund you that money because I really want to take care of you. But first, first and foremost, I want to keep you completely apprised of the situation so that you know what's happening. And their response was perfectly fine. They are business owners. They know about the risks of running this kind of event, of running this kind of promotion. They know all this stuff. All I had to do was to appeal to their already inborn wisdom, if that's a word, right? I just had to appeal 
to the fact that they are very, very smart people who know what I'm doing, who know exactly what's happening, and to respect them enough to bring them into what my plan was if things were not going according to plan. And they all appreciated that kind of involvement and that kind of communication to the point that when it became time to cancel the retreat, they did not feel blindsided. They had already started thinking what would be their plan B, and they started researching whether they needed to get some money back for cancellation fees, which by the way, they, none of them did. They're like, yeah, don't worry about us, we're fine. We are so proud of you for putting this together. Thank you so much for letting me know so far in advance. Now I can make other plans. So you want to make sure that when things are not going according to plan, you need to know that nobody, nobody is expecting you or anything you put out there to be perfect. Nobody. That's an expectation that you are creating in your head. People will appreciate over communication when it comes to this kind of thing. So I am begging you, pleading with you to remember how would you like to be treated if you were in that situation? Would you like to wait until the last minute, two weeks before the event for you to find out that it wasn't going to happen? How would you feel about that? You really need to bring people in and respect them enough to bring them into the communication and to remember that this is not about saving face. At this point, what you are feeling about your failure and the embarrassment you may be feeling on it has nothing to do with the people that you have involved and their need for information. So always be open in communication as much as you can. By the time that I canceled the retreat, the mentors that had already signed up and bought tickets to come to this event, they were perfectly fine and ready to move on, to make other plans. They appreciated this. They really want to do something with me later on. That's really what you want. So I'm going to leave that right there for you for point number four. Don't hide what is happening from those who are intimately involved. Don't let this kind of communication be a surprise. Now you may be wondering what happened with that one person who purchased their ticket to the retreat. Well, I am very, very happy to say that everybody that I have been dealing with in my business has been, number one, such a good person, such a sweetheart, such incredible people to have around that I really had no hesitation in letting her know, listen, we finally decided to cancel the retreat. We simply did not get the signups that we wanted. And I said, your money is totally safe. I have not spent it. <laughs> I put it away. And I am 100% able and willing to just give you your money back. However, you did sign up to the retreat for a reason. And I am wondering if there's something that creatively we could come up with to make sure that you get what you need. After all, you've already incurred this money. She she was one of the first people to sign up, guys. Like her payment plan was already over by the time we're having this conversation. I was 100% ready to give it back. However, if she wanted to play creatively with me, I'm sure we could come up with something that she was happy with. So I offered her to have two months of one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. But not just that, because the beauty of the retreat was that we were going to be able to see each other in person. So she came up with the idea of coming to see me in Boston. And I'm like, what? 
you would be willing to come to Boston and mastermind with me? She's like, absolutely. So we planned it out right there on the call. She looked at flights. I looked at my calendar. In fact, we're going to be seeing each other way before the retreat. The retreat was about a month and a week away. We decided we cannot wait that long. We're going to see each other in two weeks. She's coming over to Boston. We're going to mastermind all day on Tuesday about her business. She's going to get my help in getting her systems set up, her assets set up, her beautiful new pivot of her business ready to go, turnkey, ready for her to go out there and get clients. And on the next day of our mastermind, I'm going to show her the sites. We're going to walk around Boston and I'm going to show her a city she's never been to before. And none of this would have been possible. If it wasn't because the retreat got canceled, this goes back to point number one of thinking of the silver lining of why is this better than the retreat having happened? And she said so herself. She sent me a message saying, I am so grateful for this. This is even better than the retreat. And that was music to my ears because it really validated that point number one that we just discovered here, that you need to find a way for this new outcome to be the best thing that could have happened. And now we're gonna get to see each other and work with each other one-on-one. And there was no better way to finish that engagement, to finish that conversation than coming up with a really creative solution. So why am I telling you this? Number one, because I want you to stay creative. When things don't work out, is there a way for them to work out anyway? But maybe not in the way that you originally thought. And the second reason I'm telling you is because Am I seeing a brand new VIP offer come through? Is that real? Is that something that others would want from me? I don't know that. But if you're listening to this and saying to yourself, oh, yes, I would totally go to Boston, mastermind with Ina, get my business all set up in one day and go see the sites with her the next day and spend two beautiful months creating your business and setting up your mindset so that you can succeed in 2024. If that's something that you want, this new VIP experience has been created for for a great, great reason. And if some other person out there is listening to the sound of my voice thinking, I would totally do that, then DM me. I want to hear from you. Just DM me, tell me, hey, I listened to that offer on the podcast. That is something I would totally look into. And we can just get on a call and hash it out. Let's talk about it. The beauty of coaching is that it's not all black and white. It's not all just here's a contract and here's how things are supposed to be. We have the freedom to make any offer we want, to put together any package we want. So the next person to contact me about this is going to get exactly the same deal that this client got from the retreat. I don't, I mean, because this wasn't an offer I was planning on offering at all, I'm not sure what the actual value of it would be. I am sure it would be a lot more than my client paid. But if one more person wants it, I will give you the exact same deal that our client paid for for this specific package. So I am so excited about this. I can't wait to get your DMs. Just go to Instagram and find me at Ina Coveney. You just have to spell Coveney right. It ends in E-Y. Coveney with E-Y at the end. There's also a link in the show notes. If you don't want to type it up, just go click there and send me a message. 
and maybe you'll be the next person to come and see me in Boston. Let's do this in person. Let's do this together and let's get your business set up and in the right track for 2024. Now let's go to point number five, the final point. After you have failed publicly, after your masterclass got zero signups, your retreat got zero applications, your event got zero interest, should you send an email to the world and an announcement to everybody letting them know that that happened and how embarrassed you are? The answer, my friend, is no. You really don't. Now, does this go counter to what I said in point number three about letting people in and being vulnerable? These are two completely different things. Being vulnerable and letting people know what is happening in your business is something that you can do with a warm audience. I know that the people listening to my podcast have listened to this before. <laughs> they know exactly what's happening in my business. And I think it's respectful to let them know what I'm going through and what they can learn about this. However, I have zero feeling of responsibility to let my entire audience know that my retreat was canceled or that my masterclass got zero signups or that my masterclass is no longer happening because we didn't get enough interest. I don't have any responsibility to anybody who didn't sign up. Why? Because they didn't sign up. If they didn't sign up, that was their, them telling you that they are not interested in this topic. So they don't need a status update for your masterclass or for your event to let them know, hey, by the way, this is not happening anymore. Who cares? They already told you with their lack of participation that they don't care. Why do they need to spend any time or energy knowing that you canceled it? They really don't. So if after you put out your masterclass and nobody signs up, if you feel like, well, now I need to go and tell everybody that it's not happening anymore, why? You really don't. If there is something you would like to teach them about the experience that you just went through, if there is something to be learned here, if there's something that adds to your message and to what you're being put here on this earth to do and you would like to share that and part of sharing that means that you tell them that you didn't get any signups, that is one thing. That's really what I consider this whole podcast episode about. I don't think this podcast episode, I don't think of it as a big announcement that, hey, the retreat is now off. I consider this a teachable moment for you so that if you find yourself with zero signups one day, you come back to this list of five things that you need to keep in mind to make sure that it goes smoothly and that on the, at the end of the day, you are super happy about the decisions that you make, even if at the time it looks like it didn't work out as planned. That is what I'm teaching you. I am not coming here to tell you, hey, by the way, you don't have to sign up anymore because it's not happening. That is not what I'm doing. So you don't need to apologize to anybody for public failure, for not filling your masterclass, for not filling your retreat, for not filling your event, if they, to begin with, communicated to you that they are not interested in being a part of it. So no, you do not have to send out a message to everyone letting them know, okay, masterclass is off. Sorry about that. I'm embarrassed, but not ashamed. No, you don't need to do any of that. They didn't care to be a part of it, so they won't care that it doesn't exist anymore. So let's recap the five things 
that you need to do and to keep in mind when you're facing public failure. Number one, realizing that in a few weeks, nobody's going to be thinking about you. In a few weeks, in a few hours, people are not going to be thinking about you anymore. Number two, focus on what is next based on the lessons that you learned and realize why this is a blessing in disguise. Number three, be honest, authentic, and don't gaslight people. If there is something to be learned from what you went through, go and teach it to them, especially your warm audience, especially those who are watching your every move and everything that you do. Let them know how you're feeling and what happened and what you learned from it in a way that is going to be really helpful to them. In other words, don't hide from the failure. Learn from it. And make sure that if it's relevant to your message, others are learning from it as well. Number four, don't hide what is happening with this launch, with this campaign from those who are intimately involved. Keep them in the loop so that whatever happens, they'll be rooting for you rather than being surprised at what happens in the end. And number five, there is no need to apologize for failing publicly, especially to people who were not interested in your offer to begin with. They do not need a big announcement letting them know that it's not happening anymore. They already told you, they don't care, and that hasn't changed. So without this huge failure that I just experienced very, very publicly, I wouldn't have learned really valuable strategic offer and audience lessons that I got to learn. If I had never done it, if I had never put myself out there in the best way possible and give it my all, give it everything I got, I would have never known what would have happened. And that's at the root of this. That's at the root of everything that you do. That if you don't do it, if you don't do that big campaign, if you don't put out that amazing masterclass, You'll just never know what you are capable of. Do you see that? You will never know what you're capable of if you don't put your, you, if you don't throw all your hats in the ring and really go in wholeheartedly. And if it fails, accept it, take it, go through these five points and keep on moving forward because this wasn't your only chance and it will not be the only time that you fail. So I need you to learn the skills that it takes to stumble and get right back up with dignity and happy and excited about what is ahead of you. And now it's your turn. It's your turn to put big ideas out there because we are waiting for you not just to think big, but to act big too. And then I want you to come back and tell me how it went. We know what's happening. So we would rather hear the story from you. And thank you so much for listening to this episode, for caring enough to listen to this episode. And if it resonated with you, would you consider taking a screenshot right now and tagging me in your stories? I am on Instagram at Ina Coveney. You just have to remember to spell Coveney right. It ends in E-Y. So Ina Coveney. And I'd love to see it, to reshare it, to say hi, and connect with you offline. And if you're not a member of our free Facebook group yet, what are you waiting for? Go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook and become a coach who helps another coach. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This was a really special one for me. And I am so excited for what's coming 
rooting for you because now that you have these skills, you're going to be unstoppable. I'll see you on the next one.